Welcome, everybody, to another Spoilers Welcome podcast. I'm Adam. And I'm Denton. And we're coming at you with anthologies this time. We're going to have a good time having a conversation about different film techniques, philosophies of directors, different things flying in and out of your ear holes. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> I think the biggest uh, uh, direction we're going uh, with this episode, though, is we picked two anthology films. Um, one where we had previously seen a couple of shorts from that we didn't particularly like. So we decided to watch the whole film. Uh, and then one uh, that we had watched in full. And well, at least I had watched in full and recommended to Adam. And I absolutely loved it. So we decided to talk about both of these uh, goods, bads, takeaways, um, and kind of like a little bit about anthologies in general. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, we both went on a journey to figure out these two anthology movies and found out that uh, there was not a whole lot of just straight up good and bad stereotypes, but there's actually a lot of good and bad in between uh, both of them. They both have some strengths and um, some things that make them unique and weird. So we're going to get talking about that. Um, but as Denton, Denton men mentioned, we're going to go through a little bit of like the history of anthologies, which just happens to be something we found. Um, I'm going to look it up, actually, if you don't mind, Denton. I'm going to look it up and figure out what was that no, word no. that we were talking about? The um, It's like hyper something. Yeah. So it's the difference between an anthology movie, which is like just cuts and scenes of different stories that make up one general idea about a film. And then there's a type of film that we're, what do you call it? I don't, I don't remember <laughs> what it's called. It's on, it's on uh, Wikipedia though. Okay. Well, uh, if we figure that out, whatever word we're trying to find, that word basically means that instead of it being multiple segments, it's actually just um, one movie told in perspectives of everybody during that timeline or right around that timeline. So think about Pulp Fiction. And that's the, one of the main examples from the Wikipedia thing that we found where yeah. that's not actually like an anthology. It is, but it's a certain type. Um, so, so, so the biggest, the biggest thing is, is an anthology uh, movie is one movie with the same theme, right? Like for holidays, it's holidays. For yeah. Buster Scruggs, it's a Western um but all of the stories are different and don't tie together really at all besides that one uh common theme <clears throat> whereas pulp fiction that we use a lot as an example <clears throat> is a hyperlink film that's right i just saw it in my notes i was like hyperlinked uh, so uh they're not different they're not different stories because like i said anthology they don't directly connect like besides that one theme that's true just like the pulp theme. Pulp Fiction does have different perspectives, but it uh, ties to one ultimate story where all of these characters' lives uh, are connected somehow. Mm -hmm. So hyperlink film is what Pulp Fiction is classified as. Okay. And we wanted to figure that out because we're not doing that. We're doing um, these two films, which Dan already mentioned. We got The Ballad of Buster Scruggs by the Coen Brothers. And we originally picked that one to be the good one. Um, but like I said, we're going to get into that. And then we have Holidays, a 2016 film um, we watched recently on Netflix and found that some of the scenes in there that make up a general theme of Holidays were not so A-class. <laughs> it was pretty so, hit or miss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. so which one did you want to start with? Okay. So I think... Mm, let me think because you watched buster Scruggs very recently i know okay which one do you want to talk about 
I said, I want to talk about both of them so bad. No, like, I know. How are we going to do this? Are we going to go into it? And be like, um, make it all. Well, out of both of them, which one did you like more? Oh, I mean, altogether, like which one had more shorts that you enjoyed more? I mean, Buster Scruggs. I have to go with okay. that one. Then how about we say we save the best for last and do Buster Scruggs last? Okay, we'll do that one. We'll do that one last. Okay. Um, but um, before we do that, the basically the difference between Buster Scruggs and the holidays films, obviously you have, we want to save that one for last. That one was done, and for background knowledge, it was done with the Coen brothers. Brilliant directors have done a lot of great things in the past. And uh, I believe it took them 25 years. Isn't that right? 25 years of uh, film oh, directing yeah. for this one movie. I don't know. I don't know about the filming, but I know they had they had been writing those stories um, throughout their most of their uh, career. That's right. Um, and if if you've seen like uh, other Coen's brothers films, you can tell they kind of have like an affinity for uh, like western a little bit. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, like Oh Brother Where Art Thou, even though it's it's more of a more of a southern. Uh, yeah. Well, is that one was know, based like, off of the Odyssey, wasn't it? Yeah, it's the Odyssey set in like the early nineteen thirties or something. Twenties. Yeah. yeah. Um, about a bunch of outlaws. Um, uh, and then um, there's another movie called No Country for Old Men, which has been considered like a modern Western. Yeah. Um, and then now Buster Scruggs, which is their most outright, like, was it's a straight Western. up Western. Yeah, so. straight up Western. And totally different style because of the, the different segments that make up the yeah. theme of Western. Love it. It was really cool, but we're going to get to that later. <laughs> so first up on the shopping block, tink, tink, we're going to talk about Holidays, a 2016 anthology film about holidays. Denton, <laughs> what was your first impression of all of these things put together? Oh, man. So I went, in, I went in with uh, kind of a, I already had an opinion, um, only because of what you told me. Um, Adam hadn't seen all of the short films, but he's seen like one or two and he described them to me. I was like, this sounds terrible. <laughs> I was like, this does not sound good. From what uh, I had seen, I, I went was being in, honest. <laughs> this is my, um, I went in and I was like, it's going to be a bad movie, uh, but I'm going to try to go in as open-minded as possible. Um, and then that, it started with, Oh, I was gonna start talking about the the first film, but uh, overall, uh, it surprised me. I mean, there were there were some that definitely fell flat. Uh, one in particular that I absolutely just hated, um, which we'll get into. We'll get into that. Um, we're gonna go one by one and talk. I about have that. so many sidebars about that one uh, <laughs> movie too. Uh, oh boy! But. Uh, in general, like I, I thought it was a, I thought it was pretty decent. I like the idea, um, mm -hmm. but I thought I thought some of them could have been could have been better, way mm -hmm. way better. Yeah, and some what of about, them what actually. About um, my impression was similar to the same because I I had seen a couple of the scenes before. Um, they are they run about like 10, 11, 13 minutes or whatever for some. I think of like the longest one is maybe fifteen at the most, like not even, but maybe like twelve. Twelve was exactly. like exactly. Yeah, the longest one. So like going into it, I had seen a couple of them. And um, in particular, I believe I saw St. Patrick's Day and then um, the, oh, the Easter one and Happy <laughs> Day. I think I had seen those ones. 
okay. and that was about it. So I did know that Seth Green, um, an actor that I actually, I was like going, I was like, hey, I know Seth Green. Okay, whatever. We're gonna go into it, see what's see what's all up about this. But yeah, definitely some of them fell flat. Um, <laughs> mostly the ones that I had seen. <laughs> yeah, prior. Yeah. So yeah. um I think I mean, I don't know if you have anything else. I want to go into like the first one, just kind of like go through and just talk oh, about like also I wanna I mean, did we already say that it was a horror, a horror anthology? Oh, I forgot that part. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> yeah, holidays is a horror anthology based around every holiday. Um, but biggest thing is, is it's not just a horror; it's a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, Very. It's trying to be. It's trying to be funny. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, Very cool. So I was Adam writing down. Go- so just so we know. Yeah, okay, so it goes: Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, Easter, Happy Mother's Day, Happy Father's Day, and New Year's Day. Those are Christmas the ones. too. No, well, Halloween Halloween and Christmas. Oh, Halloween. Sorry. I forgot those two. Wait, was Christmas one? Did I miss ha- that? Halloween, Christmas, New Year's. Oh, oh okay. That's okay, the okay. one with Seth Green. That's what I thought. It was like Christmas slash New Year's, right? Because it was... Oh, Christmas because he bought the present, my bad. No, no, no. New Year's is a separate... Yeah, New Year's is... Yeah, you're right. Sorry. I don't know my holidays. Christmas was the serial killer thing. And then there was the New Year's Day with... Or, uh, sorry, Christmas was Seth Green, and there was the New Year's Day, which was the last one. Sorry. Get your story straight, bud. I should have prepared, but we didn't, so we're going to get Okay, here we go. Valentine's Day. Um, here's what my immediate... I wrote paragraphs down for all of these because yeah, being a little film junkie, I was like, oh, dude, I got to write about this, so I remember exactly what I thought. Here's literally what I wrote. Valentine's Day is a girl about a... Uh, is a uh, film or short film, I should say, about a girl who's in love with her coach and in swim class. And <laughs> apparently, um, oh, he has to have a heart slash lung transplant. And the other girls are kind of um, adore him as well. So they set up a fundraiser for him. And basically the girl struggles um, with like her dead parents, I guess, or like her dad that killed himself. So she struggles with stuff. She has a box cutter that like she... Um, uses to like cut things with or whatever but her dad didn't her dad use it to kill himself yeah apparently her dad used it to kill himself in this uh short film and then she is like deeply in love with her coach and basically gets bullied immensely by these girls that are you know just bullying her because she's not as pretty or whatever and And they uh, know how much how much she likes uh the coach and they tease her about it and yeah and then so the whole story in summary is that she gets bullied to the point where (laughs) <laughs> the girl that was bullying her she ends up on valentine's day she cuts out her heart of the other girl and brings it to the coach because the coach left her a card a valentine's day card that said hey happy valentine's day but she took it as he loves because, me yeah well <laughs> because he saw how uh how picked on yeah she was so and he felt bad for her yeah so he gave her a valentine's card and she cut out the, the girl's heart that was bullying her yeah. and gave it to the coach and that's how it ended Oh I did kind of like that one. It was a, it was a slow, it was a slow start, yeah. but, uh, you slow know, kind of had that, that, you know, slasher element when, uh, she kills her. Um, it's not too, it's not too like graphic. Uh, it doesn't show her cutting out the heart. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it does show a heart like pulsating in her hand. She's like standing at the doorstep and, and some blood and stuff. Yeah. And like, okay. Okay. It kind of reminded me of Carrie a little bit. Like yeah. The way that that's, she, I was she, getting those like, vibes. Yeah, she had like blood on her hair and stuff and and like on her face and she had like this creepy smile. Kind of reminded (laughs) me of Carrie a little bit. Exactly. Uh, Okay, so let me think. Technically, 
uh, or I should say technical things about this short film. Um, mm -hmm. Some of the cuts, there was some really weird jump cuts in it, which made it not great quality in my opinion. Cause like there was some moments in there where like it, it would just jump to a random scene and it was like, that did not feel smooth. And I was yeah. like, there was a, and I don't know if you saw that, but like, there's definitely a couple of times that it happens more than like three times. And I was like, if those had been fixed, the quality was good. Like, you know, the, the film quality was good. The story was there. Um, I had a, uh, there was something that kind of confused me. Maybe I missed it. Um, but like the scene, so there's a scene when she's standing on top of like the diving board and uh, the girls have already been picking on her because her name is Max and they were calling her like Maxi Pad and stuff. Mm -hmm. And she's like self-conscious and she's about to dive into the pool. Um, and there's like a brick at the bottom of the pool. Yeah. Was, was there any relevance to that? I think because they're divers, they have to hit a certain mark. So I like, oh. I'm assuming they had to like, just oh. do the thing to hit the, the I, felt, brick. I felt dumb. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, is there a significance with this brick? Cause they, they show it a couple times. I honestly, I could be wrong. <laughs> okay. Give me know. one second. I, I have know. to fix my, just, my headphones decided to die. Give me one second. <laughs> oh, you're good. You're good. Now, this is the part of the podcast where Denton sings a silly song. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just didn't know what to say. Silly songs with Denton. I would, can you hear me at all? No, he can't. The answer is no. <laughs> can you hear me at all? Give me one second. I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, no, he just answered my question. <laughs> This is weird. I can't find my cord anywhere. Can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay. I can't hear you. So give me a second. <laughs> oh my Lord. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Technical difficulties. My lovely Welcome headphones. <laughs> and it's so funny because these things have like a 15-hour battery life. And I'm like, <laughs> just decide to die now. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, when you were gone, I was like, I was like, now is part of the show where Denton <laughs> sings a silly song. <laughs> did you sing a silly song? No. Oh, why not? Why did you not sing a silly song? I should have. You should have definitely sang a silly song. I was actually watching Veggie Tales recently. Very good show. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Oh, we'll talk about Jonah next week. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's a quality movie. There's a part in that movie. I, I don't know if you noticed. There's like a, 
um, a side away when all the pirates are sitting behind a booth and they're like in a restaurant or something. And the little one is outside and you can just hear them talking. And one of them just goes, starts yabbering about some stupid stuff. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I heard like a, like a, a carrot and a broccoli, like had a kid, but it was a spaghetti squash or something stupid or whatever. And the kid was like, what? And he just goes, I don't know. They told me to head lib. <laughs> <laughs> That was like, heck yeah, fourth wall break. <laughs> they got some meta humor in VeggieTales. They're good, dude. But that's that's a topic for another time. Topic for another time. All right, moving on to St. Patrick's Day. Or unless, do we okay. have anything else for Valentine's Day? No, I think that's... Or uh, what do you rate it uh, out of 10? Hmm, definitely. Think about the other films that we're dealing with here. Oh my gosh. If we're rating this whole movie and like each of them have to be out of 10, uh, this one's got to be like probably like an eight like seven i'm gonna give it a seven yeah i'd say a seven because the jump cuts really got me like you can't get yeah you know, if it, that had just been fixed it would have been way up there and the story was like all right it was, it was pretty good i, I mean for for a 10 minute short film it, it was good it sufficed not bad built up cool. enough tension got to the point and i remembered it cool yeah <laughs> next one Our can favorite. i talk about can i talk about this one yes go ahead dude okay all right uh, St. Patrick's Day uh, starts off with a school teacher um, uh, in Ireland, and um, she's showing a video to her uh, students uh, about uh, St. Patrick's Day and about how uh, the St. Patrick um, got rid of all of the snakes that were in Ireland. And then it also mentions how, like, you know, that's just a folk tale. There were never any snakes in Ireland. Um, and um, it's kind of like setting up uh, why snakes are important for this specific short film. Uh, but she is so desperate to get pregnant. Uh, and there's this little girl in her class, a little redhead girl who's always smiling at her and stuff. Um, and uh, she draws like spirals uh, and like does all sorts of things with spirals um, that she's giving to the teacher. Uh, one day teacher, uh, I guess, gets drunk. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, like with some of this um, because I remember more of the end of the short film rather than the yeah. beginning of it. Uh, but she like gets drunk and she wakes up in a car um, and uh, uh, she, like she don't know what happened. And there's a bunch of shopping carts and a spiral around her. Uh, <laughs> things continue on. This little girl's acting really weird, giving her hugs. Um, wait, 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 pause real quick. During that time when she um, finds a guy and, you know, gets busy in a car or whatever, that's on St. Patrick's Day. That's the only correlation to this, to that holiday. She gets oh. drunk on St. Patrick's Day and then that happens. Sorry, just, yeah. I forgot that. to mention, I thought she didn't know, like, that she got busy. Oh. Uh, because one day, what? one day she just finds out that she's pregnant. <laughs> well, her friend uh, was like, we're going to hook you up with a real good guy or whatever. Oh, okay. In the voiceover, so. Yeah. Um, and then, like, she's at the doctor's or whatever and the doctor's like, you're pregnant. And she was like, really, I am? And she's like so excited. She's crying tears of joy. And then the doctor's like, uh, but we don't know with what. And she's like, I'm having a baby. And, it doesn't uh, the, matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the girl. You're going to be the doctor. Okay. Um, I'm like, I'm having a baby. I'm so excited. Ma'am, we don't know what it is. We, we think it's some sort of like reptilian thing. I'm pregnant with a child of my own. Ma'am, whatever that thing is, and she like points to like a snake or something. She's like, that's baby. what you have. But it's a baby. 
<laughs> that's, literally, that's literally how the scene went um and then it like uh progresses throughout the months of her pregnancy um and she's getting like uh, voicemails from her like her family and her family's like get rid of it we found a zoo that'll adopt it <laughs> stuff like that because they know it's a snake yeah what? they know that it's you know it's a snake um and then uh she has like some manic episodes and stuff uh the doctor's telling her to pretty much like um get rid of it or abort it or whatever or she'll uh, die or something yeah yeah like it's really bad for her and then one night she decides to have it in her bathtub uh and it uh you know she puts a mouse uh, on her on her belly uh, and uh lets it swim in the water and the snake <laughs> uh comes out and it shows her stomach convulsing while uh the snake is coming out of uh, while she's delivering the snake um and then uh oh my goodness she like passes out and it like slithers away right yep uh i don't and then i don't i don't remember but like the little girl yeah the little girl comes and gets her and now um, she's dressed in this uh native american outfit or something yeah it's probably like native irish or whatever yeah um and like she comes and uh walks her to this random grassy field and there are all of these people in animal masks um prancing with the giant snake like it uh <laughs> that thing is huge and, and um <laughs> danny <laughs> do, do you want to say yeah i want to say it hold on hold on, hold on. Say <laughs> okay, okay 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 the the father of the snake is revealed at the end and it's freaking danny zuko <laughs> From Greece, from Greece, from Greece, <laughs> it's Danny Zuko, and the snake has a Danny Zuko haircut. <laughs> that scene made me laugh because they're like dancing with it and they're running it around, and he's like smiling and his like little hair is like flapping in the wind. And then Danny Zuko ends the whole scene with like. You know, you never know when a snake is going to cheer somebody's life up. Like, they they never know. Yeah. Um, what? I think, I think the, like, you know, the motif of it being St. Patrick's Day was, like, it has to do with, like, the lore of St. Patrick ridding all of the, all of the snakes. And yeah. uh, I think, like, what I was thinking before Danny Zuko showed up, um, I did think that it was a cult that was trying to bring the snakes back to Ireland. Yeah. Kind of like in defiance of St. Patrick. At least I'd like to think that the Danny Zuko thing kind of came out of left field. But yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it would have uh, definitely been cooler and more horror movie-ish if it was uh, more of a cult thing. It would have been more disturbing if they had ended it um, once the little girl like saw her in the bathtub or whatever after she delivered the snake and she was like looking at her and then she like smiled and then it was like, you know, like something that ended with like, oh, now there are more snakes in Ireland. Yeah. First of all, why am why am I even saying this? I do not want to watch a short film and then come out of the other end going, yes, Danny Zuko and Snakes and Ireland all in one. Oh. A plus. Hey. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. It was it was something. It was something. Oh um, my gosh. Maybe maybe we should try to uh, cut these summaries a little bit shorter. I don't think we're gonna run out of time for both of for both movies. That's true. That's true. Okay. Unless so we want to turn this into a two parter. We could. Um, I think we can like just make it long yeah. or whatever, and then we can like cut it up as we need to. You know, if what we I mean? have to. Yeah, we'll do. We'll do what we do. We'll do what we do. 
So okay. um, lastly, on this one, the ratings. If oh, we're, yeah. I have to give it a separate rating for disturbing, and it's like disgusting. You know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah, in, interesting. Um, I would definitely give that one like a four out of five, or like a three out of five for like disturbing. Whatever, that doesn't matter. Anyways, uh, rating for the entire thing, I would probably put it at like a four point five out of ten. All right. The only reason I would rate this kind of high. Uh, it's because it actually did do a good job of making me really uncomfortable and there are not a lot of horror movies that do that for me anymore um i'm a big like horror movie fanatic yeah uh and like watching her stomach convulse and like hearing the sounds of the snake slithering out stuff that's that made me extremely uncomfortable yeah Um, that was disgusting and like i've seen some i've seen some pretty uh uh you know gross messed graphic up graphic horror movies before but i don't i don't know what it was about that one that one just made me really grossed out uh i for that alone i'll probably give it like a seven okay i would okay agree. you know what six and a half six and a half that's six fine half. yeah i would it doesn't, it doesn't go my, above valentine's day i'm stick yeah i'm sticking with my 4.5 because they threw in a bunch of cult people in animal masks with danny zuko and a snake that has hair and smiles that takes it down it was, every yeah but that, that was a comedy it. element of it. it it's a horror comedy True. but it wasn't a comedy the whole way through so i was like okay you flipped me for a loop now make it more disturbing so i'm like oh crazy you know but they were like oh no they need to go whatever so yeah interesting yeah. They, it threw me for a loop but not in a good way for me so <laughs> so yeah i'm sticking with my uh, is it easter that comes after that one? yes it is yeah easter okay so the easter one is uh the one that that adam actually told me about that got me interested in watching the movie it made us start talking about doing this episode so you go ahead and and, uh, give the summary for this buddy um so basically what happens is the summary of the plot is that there's a little girl who's going to sleep before easter morning and her she's curious about the easter bunny and she says to her mom like oh what's the easter bunny how does he get in the house you know questions that kids would ask but (laughs) <laughs> this mixes Easter with uh, historical Easter, which is Christianity, Jesus um, rising from the dead. And so she was scared that Jesus slash Easter bunny was going to get into her house and was going to be disgusting. And like, you know, she was going to have to be scared. Well, and I guess the biggest thing, she didn't know really the difference between Jesus and the Easter bunny. Yeah. Cause she was, so, cause she was like, the East, she's like the Easter bunny can get into the house and like, do all this like where do the chicks come from yeah the little eggs and the candies and stuff yeah and then her mom started talking about jesus and she was like oh but he rose from the dead that's scary and she was like no he was a good man and then yeah i just wanted to kind of clear that up a little bit that's fine yeah i needed to uh clear that up so basically what happens is the girl's confused about easter bunny slash jesus and you know all these creepy elements about both of them that kids would think might be creepy and so continues on through the night her mom is going to bed we'll talk about that in a second <laughs> and then basically um wakes up in the middle of the night goes to get some water comes back and the easter bunny slash jesus <laughs> comes in through the house in an egg rolling from like the wind or something and sprouts and turns into this flesh bunny humanoid that has the same piercings as jesus and the side like as jesus is wearing the same clothes as jesus like the little sackcloth or whatever yeah loincloth and and then a uh and then a uh, crown of thorns 
That's right, a crown of thorns. And he stops her in the middle of the hallway after she's, and he's spouting, <laughs> he's spouting chickens from his hands, by the way, in his holes. And he runs <laughs> and meets her at the doorway. And she's like, ah, you know, Jesus, Easter Bunny, like, don't hurt me. And he, I can't even describe, I, I'm going to try. I'm going to attempt to pretend like him for a second. He literally comes <laughs> up to her and he's like, he's got like his little Eastern, or as a bunny nose and all these whiskers and stuff. And he's like, he's like, not many people have seen what you have seen. He's like, <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, since he's like, touch me. And then he, he forces her finger into his holes. Oh, like, yeah, dude. And like then Jesus like, did. The and noises, the noises that he makes, she's like, she's like, oh, and he's like, he's like, oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he's like moaning though. He's like, yes. And yes, then like, <laughs> And then after like 30, like literally 45 seconds of just that going on or 30 seconds of that going on, he literally looks at her and he's like, now you have touched me. Now you must become the Easter bunny. He's like, or something like that. He's like, you must yeah. do what I do. He's like, you will never see your parents again. And she's like, can I go see my mommy first? And he's like, no. And then he, he like leaves. And then she like. It's smiles. a silhouette. Yeah, yeah. A silhouette as she turns into a flesh Easter bunny. Jesus puppet. And then her mommy, her, her mommy, her mom is, her mom is like, honey, honey, where are you? And then it like, like does like a cool, like little, uh, um, what's the word? Like dolly into the living room where like the sliding glass door is. And then like the lock just clicks. Yeah. And then it ends. So my biggest problem with this one is I want to know the lore. I, I want to know. know why this exists. Why is Jesus the bunny in my, the Jester <laughs> bunny. The Easter Bunny back from the dead. Oh my gosh. I, I'm honestly a little speechless about this because I was telling you before, although you said immediately after I said this, you were like, nothing surprises me anymore, which is true. <laughs> I get that. But this surprised me because I thought nobody would take the Easter Bunny and Jesus and combine it into a flesh, a flesh puppet thing with like the ability to turn kids into flesh bunnies. Um. What? <laughs> I kind of I kind of liked it. Like the create like when you first told me about it I was like that sounds dumb and then I watched it and I was like I kind of like that. Like, like, I want to know how like, I can become a flesh puppet. Yeah, how do I how do I become the flabista bunny? The flabista Jesus bunny. The flabista bunny. Um Yeah, no, I I kind of liked it. Uh, I just want to know more. Like I want to know why. <laughs> okay, overall great cine uh, cinematography great story progressing pretty good through. setup yeah um i'm glad disturbing, this one didn't, pretty disturbing yep i'm glad this one didn't do what the last one did which brings danny zuko in to have snake babies um yeah. i'm glad i it think didn't... it was i think it was both parts absurd and kind of creepy you know mm -hmm. so i think it balanced out yeah and the whoever did the makeup for that where Jesus easter bunny guy good job very cool very convincing yeah yeah Sorry, yeah. what were you gonna say? What's your rating for it? Oh, sorry, you were breaking up for a second. What's your rating um, for it? My rating for this one, this one's gotta be like, God, for a horror thing, I would say eight point five out of ten. Okay, all right. I I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a I'm just gonna give it a stop. Yeah, I'm gonna get an eight and a half. Eight and a eight half. half. Okay. Yeah. I could go eight. I could be at just eight. You know, because whatever. Because they're you know I am gonna go at eight because. There's compared to the other one that we're going to talk about later. Uh, it's oh, you're talking about Father's Day, yeah, but we're good to that. Okay, next one. 
Um, oh, sorry. What was your rating on it? Yeah. Eight, eight and a half. Eight and a half. That's right. Okay. So I'll go eight. You'll go eight and a half. The next one, who wants to introduce it? You or me? It's Happy Mother's Day. I'll, I'll talk about the Mother's Day one. Okay. Uh, so the Mother's Day one is uh, about this woman who gets pregnant every time. Uh, I just want to put a little disclaimer, um, especially for the last, like, the I mean, all, pretty much all of the um, next ones. Uh, they're pretty adult. So I just yeah, want to say, it's... like, uh, there are a lot of sexual Mm-hmm. themes in this movie mm-hmm. um so i just want i just want to point that out yeah we forgot to mention that sorry <laughs> yeah pregnant every time she has sex um and she goes to a doctor about it tells the doctor she's like there's not really much uh traditional medicine can do for you um but my sister has like a woman's retreat a fertility retreat uh and she's like i'm that's my problem is I'm too fertile. And she's like, well, you know, you go out there, maybe she'll have some, something that can help you. Uh, so she goes out and it's like this super uh, culty, you know, ritual stuff going on in the middle of the desert. A um, uh, bunch of like women are naked swimming in a pool with like this shaman woman uh, feeding them stuff and like talking to them uh, and like tongues. And then, uh, um, she wakes up or it cuts to like her in a bed or whatever after um some okay wait <laughs> things this <laughs> it quote or um insert or whatever this guy apparently i don't know if they hire him or what but there's some macho dude that oh, shows he's up like he's like uh she's like paralyzed he's like holding her yeah because she's drugged and he's like searching for like a woman or something because like i'm assuming they're all infertile yeah they're all infertile and so they're trying to have kids and she's like oh i have too many he comes in and he's like oh i chose you and then like sleeps with her and then that's how they're like oh this method is working now i'll have kids so he does that to the chick that always has kids so yeah that that is something that kind of uh went over my head i guess i wasn't really i wasn't really paying attention to macho man randy savage over there i was paying attention to uh the woman who can't stop giving birth uh so (laughs) oh also a little side note she doesn't actually give birth to any of them she just keeps getting abortions um she's like had 20 or something and she's like i just no it's more than that oh yeah it was like in the hundreds i think no she said it was like 20 something i stopped counting really i thought i thought it was like a lot I was like, that doesn't sound safe for you. <laughs> yeah. So the whole point is like, she's using like uh, protection and all this stuff, but it's not working. And then like every single time. Yeah. 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 She's, yeah. She, uh, no matter what she, she uses, um, but she wakes up paralyzed. She's being taken care of. Like these women are, are feeding her uh, and talking to her, talking around her and about her. And she just doesn't say anything. Uh, you come to find out that, you know, she, she was obviously drugged. She's being held there against her will. Um, and uh, they're making her carry the baby. Um, they want this baby. And they keep talking about the needs of this baby. Well, you end up seeing her doctor come in to take her vitals. And, uh, you know, the doctor was obviously in on it. Uh, the woman's um, drug or whatever that, that has her paralyzed starts to wear off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, she tries to grab a phone, try to make a phone call. Uh, as she's making the phone call, they come out. Uh, she gets enough strength to start running. Mm-hmm. Um, she runs, she falls. All the women are like, oh no, the baby or the thing, whatever it is. 
um she's on her back and she's like screaming and they're like she's giving birth and uh the very last shot is a red arm shooting out uh from between her legs yeah like a bloody red arm or whatever just like i'm almost i'm in i'm assuming if it wasn't clear already that this is like an antichrist thing or like yeah or like yeah, just some to, demonic with like a thing yeah an entity that they're trying to to bring she's like the she's yeah. the one like the only one that can uh give birth to her yeah kind of like a, they have like their own little like station to be like hey let's have bit. a bunch of kids like this yeah so, now what uh, rosemary it's kind of like rosemary's baby like she's giving birth to yeah the devil exactly yeah just like that but a huge a whole human whole adult human form <laughs> yeah um interesting um i like the culty vibes of it I, I i like i like movies like that where it's uh kind of like house of a thousand corpses and mm-hmm. um wicker man like stuff like that like mm-hmm. i've noticed a connection to some of the cultiness and how much we actually appreciate some of it before it gets like really goofy um, I feel like if this anthology story had like stuck with kind of those themes and didn't play it up to be a comedy at the end, I yeah. feel like it could have done a lot better. That's what um, I did like about the Mother's Day one. It, it kept a steady, um, yeah, tone. It didn't. It didn't change. It didn't tone shift. Yeah, you felt like you were trapped with her, like kidnapped, and then up until the end, just like the other one, when you kind of had that yeah. shift where you were like. You're like, oh, oh, just kidding. It wasn't, you know, this is like, so and I, I get it. It was like, okay, this is a um, demonic thing or, or whatever. Like, oh, it's supposed to be scary and supernatural. But like, if you had just let it be, it would have felt even no, more creepy because what I'm of saying the was, it didn't bother me. Like, I, well, what I'm saying was, it, it didn't bother me. I thought, I thought it uh, did a pretty good job of staying creepy and, and suspenseful. Yeah. I thought it like, did. All like the, the arm, the arm didn't bother me. It, it it bothered me though. <laughs> I was kind of expecting it though. I guess that's where I would take away a little bit of the points is a little bit predictable. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I just, it's, yeah, it was interesting. I feel like if, if it had gone from like culty to that, to just being kidnapped and then like almost having some hope and then being drawn back in, that would have done it for me. I would have been like, that's really cool. I'm, I feel creeped out. You know, like, I feel like, you know, they did a good job at that point, but uh, oh. You know what though? It gave me really heavy midsummer vibes. Really? Yeah. I gotta watch that one. You see, you've never seen <laughs> Midsummer? Mm-mm. Oh, bro. All That's right. what this podcast is for. I gotta write down. I know. I know, dude. So many horror movies that I could talk about. Uh okay. Next one. Wait, wait. Fathers. Ratings real quick. Oh, rating. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, this one, I'll give it a mm, seven and a half, actually. Seven and a half. Pretty good. I'll give it a seven. I'm gonna give it a seven and a half too. It wasn't as good as the Easter one, but it was it was up there. It was pretty <laughs> good. It had everything, everything checked off the list. Nothing was really that bad except for the end. I was like, okay, whatever. But um the story, you know, the way it went. I think Easter was better. So <laughs> I liked it. I was interested. Yeah. All right. Now on to Happy Father's Day. Father's Day. The short film that did it all, folks, or at least up until the end. <laughs> most of it. It did most of it. It did most of it really well. And this is the difference because Mother's Day and Easter, I compared those two. This one did a lot of stuff really, really good. So Mother's Day was like pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. This one was like really good, really good, really good. And then it was like, you know, the ending. So anyways, uh, do you want me to intro it? Yeah. Or whatever, because I think I... Oh, wait, I didn't write down the plot of the thing. I wrote down my insanely crazy um, 
<laughs> insanely crazy response after I watched it. I was like putting S's like, this was so much potential. So good. <laughs> uh, I remember the plot pretty well. If, if, okay. if you don't. Go ahead. I think you can do a better job than me. I'm going to get a drink. Um, <laughs> okay. Do you want me to wait? No, keep going. I'll be like two seconds. Okay. Uh, no, I'm going to wait for you. I'm going to wait for Adam. I, back, I waited. Bro. I waited for you. I wanted you to be here. Thank you, bro. Appreciate and, it. And also, like, it'll probably help with editing. Um, yeah, all right. right. So, Father's Day uh, starts off with um, young woman uh, on Father's Day alone. Uh, she opens a card, um, and it's from her father. And uh, she's in like her late twenties, by the way. Yeah, yeah, she's an adult. Um, and uh, it's like a tape. He left a tape for her, and she decides to listen to it. And it's him talk talking about uh, the last day that he spent with her. Um, because like he pretty much abandoned her, um, and just listen to this tape and he's like, you can be with me again. Here's how. And so it's pretty much her, um, trying to find him with him giving her instructions. So it's like, go to this beach, go to the street, take a left, go to this building. Mm -hmm. Um, and all while he's talking to mm -hmm. adult her future, her, mm -hmm. um, you can hear like toddler her in the background. Like, she's like, where are you going, daddy? And he's like, mm -hmm. you'll find out soon enough, sweetie. Like, stuff like that. Because he's recording all of this on yeah, his last on, day with her. On the last day that he spent with her. When she's like five or um, something. And she gets to this building. Uh, and the building isn't, like, specified, like, what it is. But at this point, you can tell it's abandoned. It looks like uh, a bank. Like a like an old bank. Kind of. Or it looked like kind of like a Congress building to me. Something like that, yeah. Or like a, like some sort of a government building because it had uh, pillars but, yeah yeah that's why i say that um, <laughs> but she walks in um and it's like abandoned and it's dirty and got all like this stuff um like what i was gonna say like scaffolding and broken down crap yeah. um and then there's this one specific room that the camera really focuses on uh and you know you can hear like what he's doing in and like that the day that he left her and uh, you hear him like walk into the room that the camera's focusing on. Um, and then uh, I, it, he doesn't specifically say where she's supposed to go. Cause like once she gets in the building, she doesn't really know where to go, but she assumes it's that one door. Um, so she walks in and as she walks into that one door, he's like, honey, like welcome home or welcome back or whatever. It's good to see you again. So she walks in and it's like, it almost, it reminds me of like the upside down. It's like a different reality is what it felt like. That's what it looked like a little bit. Like a bunch of like wind and stuff. And there's just mm -hmm. one building. It's dark, eerie, kind of like a like you're not in the same world. Mm -hmm. um, and you see this building. And you see this figure sitting in a chair. Mm -hmm. And she's going, dad, dad. She walks towards it. Dad, dad. And uh, then she go, you know, she like grabs his shoulder. She goes, dad. And it turns around and it's like, well, like, you hear in the headphones or whatever she's listening to her dad go welcome home and it's this like demon-esque figure rah! and that's it 
Yeah, it just scares you. And then it was like a cheap jump scare. I was so mad, Denton. I was was so so disappointed. disappointed. Dude, this short film had me on the edge of my seat. I was absolutely loving it. It was like the creepy vibe. She was walking where they were walking when she was a kid asking daddy, like, where are we going, daddy? And he goes, I'm making a video for a friend. We just got to keep going this way, sweetie. And she's like, okay, dude. Yeah, you get, you get, uh, like, there's so much character, um, uh, development in one in 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, but you don't, you don't even know what's happening. You don't even know where she ends up. You don't even know who that is. If, if it's her dad, why exactly. it's her dad is, is her dad the devil? Is her dad a, a reaper? Like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and like the only thing you have to go off it is like a, I think a picture or something that she had um, before she watches or before she listens to the tape. The power of audio, by the way, dude, was so, so powerful, so good. Um, uh, Everything was 10 out of 10 for me. Like the cinematography, the shots, everything, the story, the acting, great. Up until the last point. Up until she walks in the door. That was where I got Well, even then, like I was like super intrigued, like, seeing everything i was like okay hopefully it explains this a little bit and then when it was just some sort of like slenderman Mm -hmm. ripoff i was like no no (laughs) and the reason why i went a little bit further um because if you can picture it uh in the short film she goes to the door and it already established previously that she was on a beachfront she was next to sandy places she was walking the beach with her dad and they were walking down some avenues next to the beach houses that were kind of laid out in the suburb or whatever. Yeah. And goes in the door. And as she opens the door, this was a film mechanic for me. She goes into a door that's bigger, a room that's bigger than the room that she was in. That means that she can escape. So for me, when I walked in the door with her, I thought oh, there's so many ways she can escape from this. There's no danger. So, oh, okay. I thought that too, actually. I just wasn't. Okay. Yeah, so like, and yeah, the Slenderman thing, like whatever, dude, if you took that out of there and just had like the welcome home and she had wide eyes and it went blank, I would have been like 10 out of 10, super that cool. Been good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then why? This this film has like a, has like a pattern of like, yeah. <laughs> like at the end. Weird. Oh, uh, well, I'm super excited to talk about the next one. Halloween, right? Oh, gosh. Uh, can you can you do me a favor, Denton? <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry, we were like breaking up for a second. Give me some lag. Mm-hmm. Um, so first of all, for the rating for Happy Father's Day, what was your oh rating? yeah? I'm gonna give it a nine and a half. Me too. Definitely nine and a half. Yeah, only sure. because of that last second. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the last second. It would have been ten out of ten for me all the way. Um. If it had not been, can you do me a favor for the Halloween one? <laughs> yes can, can you do all of it i yeah can can you do me a favor <laughs> let me rant <laughs> i okay i have to give the audience a uh whatever the heck i did not finish this i started watching it and i was like i was like oh <laughs> and then i was like okay skip 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 skip, skip. What, i was like what, whatever what did uh what point uh, i'll i'll describe it i'll talk yeah. about it you uh, talk about it you take it away i thought point that too. yeah um Biggest takeaway for this, uh, for me, was uh, this is directed by Kevin Smith. Um, if you don't know who Kevin Smith is, Kevin Smith is most well known for like Clerks, uh, Jane Silent Bob, Mallrats, Dogma, uh, Chasing Amy, like all of those like classic like 90s New Jersey movies, right? Um, he has a very 
a very built up uh, like comedy film career. Um, and I love a lot of his, a lot of his uh, movies. Like I really like Clerks. I love Dogma. Um, I really like Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, uh, the meta humor. He understands like, he understands uh, uh, pop culture, but he doesn't understand horror, <laughs> uh, especially horror comedy, which I could, that I could make a whole video about that, um, about horror comedy specifically. Exactly. Um, and understanding it. So starts off, you got a uh, Harley Morstein from Epic Mealtime is how I know him from like the old YouTube days. Uh, he's uh, at a gas station. He's on the phone with some girl saying that um, he, he wants to recruit her. And he was like, oh, no, no, no. Like just to give you an idea of what he's recruiting her for. He's like, oh, no, no, honey. It's, it's, not, it's not porn. It's, uh, it's webcamming. It's anything you would do with like your boyfriend or whatever, like when you're FaceTiming. And uh, he's like buying candy and, and driving down the street and all that. And me, uh, in the meantime, it cuts to these two uh, younger, attractive women, um, like watching a Halloween movie. Um, and another woman comes out in like a Dorothy costume, kind of a skimpy costume. And she's like, someone just called me a whore. And they're like, oh, honey, you're not. And they're like trying to make her feel better. And then uh, this dude walks into the door. He's on the phone with like another person trying to recruit them. And then um, he's like, okay, uh, hope to see you soon. Bye. Hangs up. And uh, he starts like calling them all these like terrible like names, like, um, like, de like degrading uh, names towards females. Oh my God. Uh, pretty, pretty much showing how much of a dirtbag he is and, and uh, yeah. how he's trying to make them like how he's using them to make him money. Uh, they're like, we want to go trick or treating. We want to go to parties and stuff. Well, not trick or treating. We want to go to parties. Like it's Halloween night. He's like, no always be camming <laughs> and um what <laughs> uh he's like super like uh emotionally um and met like uh mentally abusive to them and uh they were talking about how uh she just got called a whore and he pretty much is like well you are and he's like talking all this trash um and then it cuts and he wakes <laughs> it cuts and he wakes up i don't know how to put any of this I, I skipped this part manner. so you got it i i really don't know how to put any of this in a pg manner um <laughs> that's why i skipped it i was like dude this is too much even for me bro <laughs> i was like i watched the whole thing on, on, on unfortunately uh if you don't want to talk about it we can i don't know it, what to say about it um well I they feel put bad some... for all the tweens listening. They're like, well, I'm not a kid. I'm not an adult. <laughs> what do we do here? And we're like, they... oh, just skip it. Don't listen to it. Yeah. They put something in his body and connected to a car battery, is all I'm going to say. Oh, boy. And it vibrates in him to the point that it hurts. <laughs> all I'm going to say. Uh, and then they say they want to see him play with um, a body part that he doesn't have uh, because he is a male. Uh, and... Uh, like they're like watching it through webcam they're like webcam and they're like we're gonna keep making the thing vibrate if 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 you don't play with this part and he's like i don't have one so they slide him a knife through the um through under the door and they're like oh make God. one <laughs> and that's that's pretty much all it is like i'm gonna let you use your imagination uh as to what happens next uh it, wow. you know, a little bit of blood a little bit of blood um at the end it doesn't really show anything uh, and then it's like these three girls and then like the new, the new girl comes 
and she's like oh where's the dude or whatever and they're like oh uh the company is now under new management and like that's the end i did i skipped to that part and it was like oh the you know the girls or whatever coming out i was like i don't know what i missed but um honestly glad i missed it (laughs) yes can i say something adam screw you kevin smith terrible 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 (laughs) it is so bad why did they make that one the halloween one like why did they let him make it why did they let that one into this film if it weren't for if it weren't for this one particular short film i would i would let the danny zuko snake hybrid pass i I would let that thing pass any day compared to this bullcrap wasn't scary wasn't funny um and like it was hardly okay from what i'm hearing it was hardly shock factor which is what most like sexual things appeal to and it's like dude you didn't even do that right no there wasn't any redeeming qualities about it to me and like you can have you can have like gore and 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 have and use it in a in a way that is scary or funny like there are plenty of horror movies and i'm just gonna say texas chainsaw massacre 2 right probably the least um or probably the last movie you expect to be funny um but it is it's it's, it's, i mean it's a horror comedy it was meant to be yeah um but like there are scenes in that movie that are you know super ultra violent and stuff but are still funny like they land the mark um i kind of want to i kind of want to say what happens in one scene uh <laughs> like they're fighting Is it the ending uh, scene grandpa sawyer um or not grandpa the brother the oldest brother the one that um like does the chili cook off stuff uh they take a chainsaw like because they're fighting him back take a chainsaw and it goes up his butt and he goes, oh, I think one of my hemorrhoids just got fixed. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I'm sorry. I, lo- I love the Texas Chainsaw movies. Those are my favorite. That's my favorite uh, horror uh, um, series. Ba- but horror, yeah, horror series. I just nice. wanted to say that. That, that <laughs> so scene makes me That is a good laugh. example. Like, made me genuinely laugh. But yeah, like that's a good example because it, it fits. And I know it's a little different because it's a 10-minute short compared to, yeah. you know, two movies that are both two hours long exactly with a little bit of world building and stuff but like i don't know man kevin kevin smith uh he he's tried horror comedy and it has not landed up for me um he has that one movie tusk um i haven't seen it i've heard of it too pictures um i'm gonna watch it i was gonna watch it before this because i knew i was gonna mention it i haven't seen it i've heard i've heard mixed reviews but the one movie i have seen by him uh it's called yoga hosers Mm. Uh, which is supposed to be a horror comedy i've heard of that um, one too and it's like supposed to be that one tusk and he's coming out with a new movie called um moose jaws and it's supposed to be the what? canadian horror trilogy um what <laughs> yoga hosts is terrible oh it is oh, not boy. again not funny just it, he just doesn't land the mark he doesn't understand horror and comedy um yeah he understands comedy um but that one is or you know but yeah like but like i don't i don't know what it is man like it just none of none of the the short from holidays was funny it wasn't scary the shock factor was um was gone with the predictability and and the yeah and the lack of substance honestly from what i heard like just the sheer raunchiness of the whole scene but with no purpose yeah like like if there's a point you have to make if there's a if there's a you know a message you're trying to send because of that like oh hey this is why 
Now, shock factor, people are like, oh, hey, message received about that thing you're trying to make. It's like, yeah. that's what horror is usually about or um, yeah. shock factor about in general. It's like, you didn't do anything with this. <laughs> again, again, I'm going to I'm gonna plug in my favorite horror movie real quick. Text Chainsaw Massacre. Point was about animal, uh, well, the word veganism pretty much. It's like, like, imagine that these people that are being slaughtered are animals like, that's that's just as bad, you know what I mean? It's it's yeah. supposed to be like a campaign for vegan, yeah, veganism and stuff. Sorry, love that movie. We'll never stop talking about it. That's good. Now back um, to the bad one. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. For? I'm gonna give that movie a straight up. Yeah, goose egg, bro. Bro, goose egg. Wah, wah. Screw Kevin Smith. I hate him. Sorry, bro. Not sorry, bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, on that note, uh, Christmas, we'll go ahead with the Christmas one. Okay. Christmas. Now that we're done with Halloween, thank goodness. By the way, I love Halloween. Why do they have to do that? <laughs> they ruined Halloween for me. It could have been so good. They could have made a really good one. You could have took a scene out of another horror movie that nobody knows, and it would have been better. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Christmas. This one has Seth Green in it. Um, super cool acting, by the way. Just wanted to throw that out there. Um, this one has a story about a guy who has some sort of, um, oh, what are those called again? Virtual Oculus. reality. Yeah, like the virtual, virtual reality, reality VR. So he gets one, except this one's wireless, and it shows you exactly what you want to see, what the inner person in you wants to see. So it's this crazy, awesome thing. You can you know do whatever with it. It's basically endless or what it seems to be. The last one goes out, and some guy bought it, and he was too late, and his um, kind of um, – really mean girlfriend <laughs> was wife. like wife or wife sorry wife was um like you're know, like where did you get the toy or whatever and he was like no i, I missed it or whatever um or at least that's what it's, he was thinking yeah before, it's like christmas eve it's like christmas eve then he wants this toy for his son yeah so this guy comes and he's like buys it and he's like dude i'll give you three hundred dollars for it or you know 500 or whatever he's offering and the like, guy's like blast. sorry man like you should have come earlier like tough luck have merry christmas and then leaves and then what happens? I forgot. I know he's on the ground. Uh, uh, the dude has a heart attack. He has a heart attack. He's on the ground and he puts the thing in his car and um, the you know the main actor comes over and he goes, he's like, uh, 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 do I grab the toy or do I save the guy? Do I call 911? Like he so starts he, to pull out his phone to call 911. Yep. Sorry, I don't, I don't interrupt you. You're good. Keep doing it because I don't remember all this stuff. So pulls out his phone, like you said, grabs the toy instead. And yeah, because like, he gets a text. He gets a text from his wife as he's about to call 911. And it's like, did you get it? And he was like, uh, uh yeah, babe. Yeah, whatever. So he grabs the toy, goes yeah. back. And he's like, sorry, tough luck or whatever. Um, so the thing, he gives it to his son on Christmas Day. Is there anything I missed in between that? Or was that? No. Okay. So he gives it to his son on Christmas Day. His son's like, yeah, this is so awesome. Thanks, dad. Um, is like playing with it. And he's like doing some playing some game or watching some whatever. And he's like, oh, let me try that out. And he like puts it on and immediately he sees- um, The point of view. A, yeah, a POV of some really dark sexual stuff. Um, oh, oh, I thought, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, it's he sees porn. that first. And then he's <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, he's literally <laughs> just like, he's like, oh, wow, this is great. You know, cause like every guy's like, oh, that's wonderful. So um, basically sees that. And, and then he's like, oh, this is, this is wonderful. And then basically it grows attached to the toy uh, later sneaks it into the bathroom because he's like, he's like, oh, this is, you know, whatever. I want to see what I want to see. Private and then, time. yeah. And then goes in the bathroom, puts the thing on and sees the POV of the dead guy that had a heart attack 
and yeah. he stole his toys watching from the perspective of him stealing his stuff and watching letting him die and he's like freaking out he's like, oh my gosh how, how did that happen oh my goodness do you remember what happened after that because i'm a little foggy uh and then it like cuts it cuts to um it cuts to uh like his point of view like the the dead guy's point of view at, like in the um what's it called um what what is it called where, where they uh like the morticians yeah um, like the funeral home kind of thing yeah, yeah yeah like he's like he's lying on like the on the rack and they're like poor guy uh something about his family or whatever and they're like oh well he's dead uh we gotta make room for the for the freezers so like they they zip him up and then you know seth green's like oh um he's like oh what have i done yeah and then it like uh it cuts to him at work trying like calling the company trying to like get that like he's like my my toy's having problems like something wrong with it like can you reset it like factory reset or whatever and like oh what seems to be the problem with it and he's like uh you know what never mind i don't know whatever hangs up they're on like him. oh we can pull up your history your watch history and he goes, yeah yeah that's what it was that? never mind bye and just like yeah leaves. yeah <laughs> um and then he goes home and uh his, like his son's at like a sleepover or whatever and his wife is like i saw i saw what um i saw what your like you didn't log out is yeah. what she says she's like you didn't log out and he's like oh she's like he was like afraid that she saw that he you know didn't save somebody yeah then he like um, basically murdered somebody he pretty much <laughs> murdered somebody yeah and then uh she's like it's super hot or whatever because like she saw the she saw the porn not the not the death oh we don't know oh oh you know what you're right you're right i'm assuming i'm assuming that but also i mean it could have been either way could have been another one because what happens next actually shows that we don't know which one she saw because as soon as she's like oh my hubby come here and then they like you know whatever have a nice night um, wake up night. the next morning yeah wake up the next morning um he puts on the the uh, vr thing after her his wife forgot to log out he logged into it yeah and logged into it and saw the perspective of some poor dude st- or her boss that wouldn't give her a raise and that's shown at the beginning of the thing her boss is in a shed somewhere and she's covered in, she's got a nice outfit underneath, but she's got like a see-through, like um, like kind of like a butcher poncho, outfit or something. Yeah, like a poncho, poncho thing. And she's like literally about to kill him. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, so she, basically he sees that his wife is a murderer and a psychopath killer or whatever. Um, and so that's what alluded to before when it was like, oh, that's so hot. We don't yeah. actually know what she saw. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then he basically like, the, it ends with like the wife going like honey like whatever or like talking to him and he's like oh, she's gonna kill me dun, dun, dun. Bum, bum, yeah. Bum. so yeah <laughs> that was pretty good i mean it, it hit the mark on some of the comedic elements of it yeah um, some of the comedic elements the acting i think was um the best so far besides the the father's day one that one was good i think that the acting was good they did yeah. a good job with just like being in their characters and yeah having those struggles of morality and just a normal dude i was like okay i see that so good on that yeah it was good i liked it i'll give it like a like a seven yeah. seven and a half seven and a half yeah i'd give it a seven <laughs> well seven and a half yeah because it, it did have a lot of elements that were pretty intricate that they had to plan out and it was like okay cool yeah um cool <laughs> now new year's eve Yep, New Year's Eve, last one. 
Which is um, probably probably my favorite one, honestly. Really, really. Yeah. Okay, so obviously Father's Day was my favorite because I was so freaking out about it. Um, except for that ending. Anyways, <laughs> New Year's Day. Do you want to take it or do you want me to take it? Do you remember most of it? Um, I don't remember the beginning. I feel I know bad. That. I've been like summarizing all of them. No, you're good. I, it starts off. The whole deal is that it's a story of a guy who has a woman who he was dating in a shed, similar vibes from the last one um and he shoots her because he's mm -hmm. done with a relationship or something uh he shoots yeah. her uh, he's done he goes to find a date and so like well it's real quick i just want to make make it known that he's like obviously a uh um what's it called like he kidnaps people killer. yeah kidna kidnaps people uh forces women to try to fall in love with them he tries to fall in love with them or whatever mm -hmm. uh and then he kills this one because she isn't compliant pretty much as basically like it, it seems like he had a good like relationship short time and then like killed her after he was fed up with it so mm -hmm. basically does the same thing with a dating website kind of thing goes on a date with this chick who's like oh you know whatever sprightly kind of cool i guess and just kind of done with stuff and she's like oh you know i hate i hate these um icebreaker kind of by the way let me just say something about the main actor in this or the main character in this one yeah. his teeth are completely yellow and yeah, disgusting yeah. He's a like really creepy, like kind of like a backwoods hillbilly like looking dude that they're trying yeah. to go for. Yeah. Um, not um, not not the prettiest uh, sight for, you know. No. Sight for eyes. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. But, yeah. Go ahead. So basically, they go on a date. He's like super awkward. She's kind of like okay, whatever, I guess. And then she alludes to something like, oh, long term. But then also she says well, it's New Year's Eve. I guess we could just go back to my place. Um, and then they go back to her place. And then it's kind of like a thing where it's like, oh, obviously we're here to have a good time. But at the mm -hmm. same time, taking things slowly, he's there because he has a gun in his jacket that he hangs up on the rack. I'm assuming mm -hmm. he was going to use that to kill her um, or, or, some, or something. It was later. like a backup. It was a backup. Yeah, some sort of backup thing. And the chick is there and they're like, you know, they're like, oh, about to get, you know, down or whatever. And it's yeah. like, he's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm going to go freshen up. Let me go to the bathroom. She's like, okay, cool. It's just down the corner or whatever. Goes to the bathroom, opens the cabinet. Well, well, real quick, real quick. Yeah. He was, he was going to uh, like chloroform her. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Cause he had like a rag and he had a bottle and he went, he, like he was about to go in and chloroform her. Okay. Then he opens the cabinet. What does he find, Adam? He finds jars of human stuff, <laughs> which is like Testies. body parts. Yeah. yeah. And different things like that. Um, yeah. And then he gets freaked out. He's like, oh my gosh, wait, this is kind of what I'm like, what's going on with this chick? <laughs> it's and, backwards. Then, and then falls into the bathtub um, and full it's corpses. full of corpses and dead meat rack things hanging on the rack. And uh, she busts down the door with the axe freaking johnny style uh here's it, johnny it kind of reminded me of like american cycle a little bit yeah um because she had like the thing over her, like the tarp over her body and like the glasses and the axe she she was prepped to kill somebody um yeah, yeah. so I, I honestly psychopath versus psycho serial killer versus psychopath killer like literally it was just the clash of those two things and then they they tussle and bustle and stuff and then and then the bit at the beginning of the thing is that he shoots the old lady but it won't fire so he goes oh sorry the gun doesn't fire sometimes bang kills her and then now 
speed back to the end. She's chasing him with an ax. He's got his gun finally after tussling around and grabbing his jacket. Fires at her. It doesn't fire. And then she hits him in the head with an ax. In the head with an ax, yeah. And then basically that's it. I like that one. It was a good little twist, ironic, you know? Yep. Yep. I, I like that one too. Um, I would I just give say, that one. I'll give that one a 10, honestly. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really see why it wouldn't be a 10. I thought it was well-made. I thought it was funny. I thought it was ironic. I thought, uh, the acting yeah. was good. I'll go so with the 9.5 because fair. even though father's day had a bad ending, this one did not give me the same, like what didn't enthrall me as much as it, which I, I gotta be honest, not everything is going to enthrall me as much because just an average watcher. Um, yeah. so my tastes are different, but, um, yeah, after father's day, I was just like, dang, bro, like, get me, get me excited again. It was, it was cool. The little tussle and bustle. Good story. Definitely a 9.5. So, so that finishes up our holidays, uh, reviews <laughs> for this anthology, by the way, these were all directed by different directors, different actors. So I would honestly say, what do you think? They had no correlation at all as to how this was supposed to work out. Or do you think that they, they started uh, the project and finished it like around each other. I don't think they did. I don't know. I don't know uh, much of like the um, history, if you will, um, yeah. of the film. Uh, I just know that they all have to do with holidays. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But I mean, that, that ends part one of our little uh, anthologies discussion. Yeah. Next episode, we're going to be talking about the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Also, I just wanted to point out these ratings that we're giving it out of 10 was strictly based on the movie and rating the anthology stories compared to one another, not about movies in general. So if we're talking like top list level movies, we're not going to give them even close to a six or a seven for this. Yeah, like Citizen (laughs) Um, Kane, Citizen Kane is like a 10. I'm not going to put I'm not going to put holidays anywhere near citizen i'm not gonna put it at an eight or a nine no it's gonna Are be you like kidding me that movie about easter bunny jesus is way better than one of the greatest films ever made exactly i was thinking the same thing let's flip the script bro anyways thank you for listening to our holidays uh reviews we're going to continue on after a short intermission uh with the ballad of busta scruggs by the brilliant coen brothers click deuces <laughs> <laughs>